0: Welcome to an all new episode of a Joel New World, a Walt Disney World podcast. I'm your host, Joel. Today is already October 5th, 2023, and we're coming to you live from the greater Orlando area. And I just wanted to start off by, and you know, this is kind of becoming a tradition as um, you know, as a local, one of the greatest perks, if you're a Disney lover is going and experiencing the resorts. Um as well as the parks. So that's what we are able to do and that's the main reason why we relocated to the Orlando area was to enjoy more Walt Disney World and their amazing amazing resorts. And I just wanted to speak on our most recent stay. It was about two or three weeks ago we did the Mickey's Not so scary Halloween party and we'd like to stay on property or at least a pretty good location because that party ends at midnight and you know we don't want to drive the 45 minutes back after midnight so where we stayed this time was Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort uh campground or resort and campground this was one of our favorite vacations that we've stayed in this year and we've stayed at some doozies this year we've stayed at the Polynesian we've stayed at Contemporary you know we always stay at Pop Century we love Staying at Walt Disney World resorts, and uh, we've even stayed at the Saratoga Springs Treehouse, and that one, this gave us a little bit more vibe like that. The Treehouse, the Treehouse was much grander, I would say, in the um, the size of it. It had three bedrooms, so um, it was just enormous. And um, so it's not going to compare to that. But we did stay in a, a log cabin or one of those cabins that will soon be renovated and made more modern and more chic design but for now it's still the old school traditional log cabin and we stayed there for the first time it is incredible if you like camping but don't really love getting down and dirty this is the way to go we stayed in this cabin it's a one bedroom so um, it could be basically two bedrooms if you have the pullout sofa in the, in the main living room off of the kitchen it does have a little kitchenette a full-size kitchen um a refrigerator that's what i was trying to say it has a porch as well like a deck right off of the, the door and uh it's got a picnic table right there with a hose uh, in case any fire start or anything like that it's got your own little personal grill um it's just great it's got parking spots right there that's one benefit that it had the parking was right there at your cabin so right next to it it's like you're parking at your own personal residence and it even had a charging port for none other than your very own golf cart so we had electric golf carts and they offered cart or golf cart rentals at the Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground and I highly 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 recommend renting a golf cart while you're there it's not cheap but it's definitely going to make your vacation that much more memorable It's like $60 a day, you know, like it's like a round of golf basically, um, or a lot cheaper than a round of golf, but, um, 60 bucks a day, or it might've been even been 50. I don't even know, but it was a hundred percent worth it. They could have charged a hundred dollars probably. And we would have paid it because we're not buying our own personal golf cart. We don't have that kind of money or anything like that. So, you know, we're not going to do that. We're going to buy a trailer and haul it out there, but we are going to rent a golf cart there as I would say probably 80 to 90% of the people do there. So you see a ton, a ton of golf carts, and for good reason. It has its own golf cart parking wherever you go, and it's just an incredible way to get around Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground. It's so expansive, so massive and huge, the property is uh, that is. And as I'm looking at the map, the complimentary map when I was checking in that they gave to me, Um, just to kind of give you a breakdown of everything that they have at this resort. And it is easily one of the biggest because you have to take a golf cart from location to location. So starting all the way at the front where you check in, going all the way to the back at Clementine Beach. Um, So if you've ever been to Hoop-dee-doo Review or Trails End, that is where the end or the back of this is. Right on the beach, you can see the electrical water pageant. And the fireworks are from there so um and it does have its own boat boat launch as well which is that's where you would find it as well but it's so huge you get up there at the outpost the resort entrance the golf cart rental is right there as well it's got a huge parking lot this resort even has its own bus system not taking you away from this resort but you are getting around this resort with a bus system so if you don't want to Um, You know rent your own golf cart Which is extremely easy Um, And I've been told you need to do it about Two to three weeks in advance Um, But right now I think there's not really that many problems When the holiday seasons roll around for sure Um, That's probably going to be more of an issue But you know just call them up uh, Reserve your golf cart Because you're going to want it And it's got a super long If you're worried about it dying or anything like that It's got a super long reel cord That you plug in right to your uh, Exterior outlet right there at your cabin so uh, right right next to where you park but if you opt not to do this you're going to have to take the internal bus system and they have different bus routes taking you different places so if you were just to come and visit and park at the front you could do that but you'd have to hop on a bus from there from that point say if you're going to eat at trails end or if you want to go eat at uh, hoop to do review you're gonna have to hop on a bus and it's going to take you all the way to the back of the resort and so forth that's how you get around the way to beat that is to get your own golf cart and it makes a world of difference it's just so much more fun everything's a little bit better on a golf cart i don't know if you guys agree with that but it just feels like you're a little bit more free i know it's not that much difference or different than an automobile or a car or something like that but just a little bit of freedom it's like a modern day uh horse you know like in the old west that's kind of what it reminded me of you got your little hitching post with your uh, parking spots for the golf carts and I kind of made that joke to my wife I was like this is like the modern day old west you got your golf carts instead of your horses and basically you know the world is your oyster it gets you around and uh it's similar to that basically I know it's kind of funny to think about but that's kind of what we're doing here but uh but yeah it's uh modes of transportation have come a long way and the golf cart here at fort wilderness is not to be missed so highly recommend it if you want to go to pools if you want to go to um all the activities that they have if you want to go get some dining or even just go you know catch a boat over to magic kingdom or something like that you're going to want a golf cart to get around it's the most convenient otherwise you'll have to wait for the buses which nothing wrong with that you can 100% do that but just be prepared that you know exactly how large this resort is with that said also know how extremely fun this is this is one of the most fun and you're going to want several days here I think a lot of people here come here without even going to the theme parks I know that sounds crazy to, to think about and to say but that's exactly what I feel. I feel some people don't even go to the parks and they just kind of make this their vacation. And I 100% get that after staying here. So if you're not familiar, they do have um, campgrounds. You can pitch a tent and um, you know stay the night that way. The old way, that's probably the cheapest way to stay on Walt Disney World property. In fact, that 100% is. You just have to pay for the location and the spot and you're all set but there's another way you can bring in your rv if you're an rv traveler you can do that as well you just pay for the the spot to reserve your spot for each night and there's even companies here i've seen some people do this i know like tim tracker online um, on youtube i know that you can rent your own rv and golf cart for that matter and they will come they will come set it up for you they will drop it off even a golf cart too and leave it and some people just kind of glamp that way in their own rv that they rent for the weekend or whatever but that's another option as well and um you know the world is your oyster here at fort wilderness resort so i just kind of want to break it down and talk about some of the activities that we did some things that we want to do and we love this one so much that we wanted to go back so we've already booked another vacation there before they you know tear down these old cabins and make them more chic or modern looking so uh, we do have another one coming soon and there's just so many activities that we want to do definitely a lot of room for activities at this resort but so here you do have golf cart rentals it's a huge place very easy very convenient when you arrive um, you can park in that big parking lot walk over show them your id they give you the keys and your golf cart and you're free to go um, when you drop it off you just kind of pull it back in there and throw the key in the return box and it's as simple as that it's very easy you just have to return it by your checkout time which i think is 11 o'clock so um so you do have the golf cart rentals they have a trailblaze corral um where you can ride horses and we got stopped in traffic and it looked like a lot of fun that these horses probably a group of 10 to 12 people they had a guide in the front and a guide in the back who knew what they were doing and they just were on horseback doing the trails so that's one thing you can do it has a couple of swimming holes or swimming pools as they like to call them it's got the meadow trading post um the meadow recreation area so uh the meadow is kind of like the main got the main pool it's got the main activity area there um so if you're coming in from the front and you take it right down the middle it's kind of off to the right so like the mid mid right or middle right section this is where you're going to find everything that you need and like the main pool and things like that they have daniel Boone's uh wilderness arcade the meadow pool aquatic play area they have a nice little splash pad a nice slide they have sport courts they do have uh tennis And it looks like they have lines for pickleball so if you're any pickleballers out there like myself i love pickleball i've only played a couple times but um it looks like they are lined for pickleball so um you can rent the equipment there if you want to do so they have a snack bar uh, the bike barn recreational rentals so you can you can rent bikes you can rent canoes kayaks fishing and sporting you can Rent some fishing poles and probably some bait. Um the L and B Gem Mining Company, this was a huge hit for our family. We did this twice and I'm trying to find the page here, but yeah. They give you this gemstone collection of what you could find. And it's kind of like these pre sorted bags. You can get like the mother load, you can get like a mid level and like a small bag. Um, but they're all guaranteed to give you these gems and um crystals and things like that and these really cool rocks and the first time we got the mother load we have two kids we split it that way you get your own sifters um and it's like i don't know you can do it for as little as probably 10 to 20 bucks and you do get souvenirs anything you find in there you can take home with you and in the mother load my daughter found this huge huge kind of like quartz looking rock it was probably is bigger than the size of my fist so Um, That's why that bag bag was so heavy. It's a really cool souvenir. Um, And they could say that they found that through, um, you know, mining and the sifting process of looking for gems and gold and, um, you know, panning for gold. So, uh, my wife and I, we love going to uh, Murfreesboro, Arkansas at the Crater of Diamonds Park in Arkansas. We've done that a couple times. That was a lot of fun. And this is a close, uh, you know, recreation The other way is more natural and you know more rewarding if you get a real diamond out of it but this one it's a great experience for the kids me and my wife had a great time they have this nice little panning section set up with the water flowing down it was just a nice little setup and you could find a bunch of rocks like obsidian Uh, i'm just kind of looking at it here amethyst uh, carnelian green quartz jasper pyrite quartz sodalite topaz uh, selenite, ruby, rose quartz, onyx, opal, you name it. You can find it. Garnet, uh, fluorite, emerald, and crystal points. They have this little sheet here. You can kind of, uh, as you find them, you can look at the sheet and see what you have, see if you can identify it. But like I said, if you get the mother load, you're going to get a huge rock and a huge souvenir. I think that was like 30 bucks to do the activity. Not too bad for Disney prices. And it was a load of fun. So, highly recommend that. can't see enough good things about that. Uh, they do also have at the same area uh, Fort Wilderness archery experience. you can shoot a uh, bow and arrow. so if you're the outdoor wilderness type, this resort is for you. Um, they have a Segway tour check-in over there too. I saw someone finishing up their Segway tour looked like a lot of fun. They have a campfire area with like a drive-in movie screen, um, Chippendale's campfire sing-along. So, Chip and Dale come out. They sing along uh, at night by the campfire. I think you can make some s'mores out there as well. Um, it's just a lot of fun. And their pool looked really nice, too. Uh, plenty of playgrounds are around the resort. Not just one playground, but multiple. Um, and depending on where you go, it's going to be a different one. So, that's kind of cool, too. They have the settlement trading post. That's like the main gift shop. And if you're coming from overseas or out of town and you want to you know, grill or barbecue your own food at your personal grill, you can do so. And at the trading post, they do sell charcoal, um, not lighter fluid, but they have like kindling or starter packs, which are really nice. Uh, They sell lighters up there as well. They sell the skewers for making s'mores or hot dogs, roasting hot dogs. They sell it all. They're prepared. They know that people come from out of town to do this. So, um, and I just happened to forget. I bought the charcoal. I bought everything I needed. I just forgot. Just amongst all the other things going on. I forgot that. So I bought it. And, uh, you know, no harm done. And uh, so that's good. They, they prepare for people that forget. They prepare for people that can't bring it um, overseas and things like that. So very nice. And probably the star of the show, aside from their amazing dining and options like that, Uh, the Tri Circle D Ranch is where you can do pony rides which is what we missed out on this time but we would love to do that and let our daughter and maybe son try that out in the future Uh, it's a huge newly renovated stable basically and they have all these horses out there and ponies and it's just really nice you can walk through it it's got like a little museum talking about horses and Disney and stuff like that but um, it looks like the pony rides kind of back up so next time we're going to get there right at nine or ten o'clock whenever it opens and make sure our daughter gets a ride because that looks like a lot of fun they have a marina with fishing excursions pioneer hall this is where trails end um crockett's tavern and hoopty do review is uh they do have trails in which has mobile ordering now that is a good touch and that was one of the best mobile ordered meals i've had um They had like fried chicken, which I'm pretty sure is Hoopty Doo Review's fried chicken recipe. It was delicious. Um, They have ribs. They have other barbecued items. They have sides like mashed potatoes, mac and cheese, gravy, you name it. They got it. And they have cornbread, too. It was all delicious and all really good. The dessert was really good, too. Um, So that's a highly recommended item for you there. And it's very affordable. You can get like a family meal for 25 or 30 bucks, which feeds four people. And Disney prices, that's really, really good. Uh, Hoopty Doo Musical Review, we want to do that. We've never done it, but we've heard so much amazing things about it. We want to try that the next time we stay. Uh, they says the Chuck Wagon. We did not experience that or see that, but it says the Chuck Wagon is there. That sounds like a little food truck or something like that. Yeah. Horse-drawn excursions, you can um ride on kind of like a carriage like a horse and carriage system you can do that there at certain times i think it starts four o'clock or five o'clock in the evening um really nice they have davy crockett's wilderness arcade there too um the wagon trails dog park so they have a dog park it is a dog friendly resort and i can go on and on and on about this resort and i already have but um this is an amazing place if you're an outdoorsy type you have to do this one and like i said highly recommend the golf cart um, just kind of going through and you'll see a lot of people have these like souped up golf carts and the one that you get it's not the strongest but it does i think it tops out at like 12 to 13 miles per hour maybe even 15 um, the only reason i know is because it had like a speed gauge to like remind people to slow down and i I tested its limits and I was going downhill and I had it floored and I I think I hit 13 miles per hour. So, um, but you do have some other more experienced golf cart drivers out there that their rides can go like 30 miles per hour or something like that. 40, you name it, but it is a lot of fun. I highly recommend it. And it was such a blast. We're going to go back in the very near future. Um, but that was our stay at Fort wilderness resort. Um, The cabin was awesome we did some s'mores outside on the grill and you know you get some beverages put them and stock them up in your personal fridge full-size fridge you can stock up the freezer with some like mickey ice cream bars and things like that just a lot of fun and the options are endless you can do pretty much whatever you want there and um, you're kind of just out in the wilderness as it says Um, but it's a lot of fun highly recommend it we're definitely going to go back. But um we also, like I said, we went to the Mickey's not so scary Halloween party. We had perfect weather. Honestly, couldn't have asked for any much better weather than that. Um it was uh, September, so you know, still warm here in Orlando. But that night it was pretty good. It was warm, but it wasn't excruciatingly hot or humid or anything like that. It did have a little bit of a breeze and it was just a good time. So we went we kind of did like a tangled and toy story theme so me and my daughter we were more the tangled side she was rapunzel i was wolf the mime um and that was a lot of fun you know you get to go around and get your pictures and trick-or-treating done and get a lot of candy and the candies are really good um my wife was woody and my son was buzz he was buzz late year and it was just a good time you know you don't have to dress up too, too much you don't have to dress up at all if you don't want to but it's fun it's Halloween right it's for the kids and and kids at heart which is what we are and it's just a lot of fun you basically get the park I don't want to say to yourselves but the wait times are drastically lower um, you know the people mover is going to have a walk on you get to see other unique experiences like the booty parade which is fantastic and it definitely rivals the Christmas one I can't decide which one's better and I don't really want to have to decide but um, that one is a fantastic parade Um, let's see they have some unique experiences like the cadaver dance instead of the dapper dance that's really great we saw them it has unique dining options as well we tried some of the offerings over at um, Sunny Eclipses over there at Cosmic Rays all that stuff was really good the zombie fingers were good We got the, or I got the jalapeno chicken sandwich. That was good as well. Uh, I know later in the evening, I got the candy corn milkshake. That was fantastic. I really liked that, but it was huge. And I drank it all. And that kind of like ended my night as in terms of food, other than some popcorn and um, the Jack and Sally cake pops. Those were good. We couldn't finish them because those were huge, um, but they were good. We just had a really great time, and, uh, you know, we got to do some things that we don't normally do. Like, we did the carousel without waiting. We did the teacups. They have an overlay. Um, I know they had a pirate band out there outside of Pirates of the Caribbean. Haunted Mansion has some actors out in the graveyard as you're about to walk in the main door. We didn't experience that because it was a long wait. Um, You can also get on Tron through the virtual queue we didn't want to wait for that because we've heard it takes 45 minutes to an hour and out of the event, you know, it's just not worth our time and we have little kids who can't ride it too. So, um, you know, you kind of just pick and choose. This is our, I guess our second or third one as a family, uh, probably the second one since we just moved here not too long ago. And, you know, we try to do different things, different years, but we have our staples as well. You get a lot of candy and it's just a good time but uh the fireworks has got its own unique fireworks and yeah i can't say too much more about it than that it was just really good it's got its own merchandise um which i did buy uh the turvis i like that turvis as well i'd had a new turvis in a while my wife got the spirit jersey which looks incredible um but yeah they have a lot of unique items as well um looking back on it I know a lot of people say it's really expensive, but it is, it's worth the money in my opinion. You get a fantastic parade, you get unique fireworks, and it's just kind of like a tradition. You get to go and experience something different. You get to see Magic Kingdom at a different time. Um, You get to stay late at night, which is midnight nowadays. I know back in the day that wasn't too late, but um, it is now, and it's just so much fun. I love seeing all the Halloween decorations and everything like that. And just going around and getting some candy. If you don't know what else to do, just get some candy, trick-or-treat stops, you name it. Um, Okay, that was a good, fully loaded weekend. It's been a few weeks since we've really gone back. Um, But if if you're not aware, I did this one day and tried out this theory that on these Friday nights, and possibly even Tuesday nights, I think it is, um, when these Halloween parties are... The park closes at six o'clock to the public. So if you don't have a party ticket, they kick you out at six o'clock. But I've heard that crowds are extremely sparse, especially this year at the Magic Kingdom during the day. So I went one day when I got done, I think it was Labor Day weekend that Friday when they had a party and I went, I parked extremely close to the TTC, the parking lot. Um, Super quick getting over through security on the monorail. Nobody was waiting for the monorail. It was incredible. I got into the park in like record time, probably 15 minutes from parking, getting on the monorail through security, and then I was at Magic Kingdom. It was fantastic. Also, the myth is true. So the word on the street is true, or at least on this one day. I don't know if it was just a not busy Labor Day, but nobody was there at Magic Kingdom. And this was the first time I had, like, somebody at Tony's Town Square, somebody that worked there was trying to get people to come in and eat and drink and things like that. And looking back in hindsight, I probably should have, but probably would have had amazing service. But they're, they're trying to, like, bark people to get into, you know, like a barker. They're trying to get people to come in and dine because that means that they have open reservations and they're just not busy at all. So, um, but just to kind of speak to how not busy it was. I got the Tron uh, reservation at one o'clock when it dropped, the Tron uh, virtual queue that is. So I kind of did other things until that time came up. I love Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. I went and did that and I went through the standby line. I walked right onto it, maybe had five minute wait. If that, I rode it, got off, I was like, Hey, you know what? I think I want to try that again and the first time when i rode it both sides if you know what i'm talking about both sides where the ramp goes down were open but then the second time it was even faster i walked through they even closed one side that you can choose where it says both sides are open only one side was open i walked straight through it got right back in line and rode it again so i rode big thunder mountain like twice within 10 to 15 minutes and i could have just continually done that if i wanted to i could have wrote it 10 plus times without waiting for it that's how limited the crowd was it was very sparse that day it was amazing um i did get my i did get on the people mover as a walk-on as well um, i've even heard about people staying on rides multiple times so like if you're on the people mover and nobody's waiting you could say hey do you want to ride again and you say yeah absolutely and you could do that that didn't happen to me here but I've heard instances of that happening and uh and yeah it was incredible and then my Tron virtual queue got called my group and that kind of ate up some of my time and looking back on it it was okay I think I waited like 45 to 50 minutes it's not a lightning lane if you're wondering it is a virtual queue it is a much shorter queue which is nice you're just waiting not in the line the whole time but that did take 45 to 50 minutes looking back on it I probably wouldn't have done that knowing that i had the whole park to myself basically but it was a lot of fun i got to ride i fit in the the tron cycle and my legs are like they're big they're bulky my calves are huge and my legs are long i'm like six three um a bigger guy kind of built like an offensive lineman if you will um and it's always a challenge for me to get locked into that seat I'm just kind of constantly pulling it down and adjusting my feet on the fly. And you have to kind of be careful because at any minute it could just lock into place. And that's happened a couple times to me. And it kind of puts me in like a leg lock or my foot in like an awkward position or my calf or something like that. And once it's locked in, it's not moving anywhere. So um, it is very safe in that regard. But just be careful and how you lock it in. It might not be the most comfortable position, but Tron's always a blast. It's a good time. I loved it and uh and yeah it was a good time it just eats up a lot of time uh don't think it's a lightning lane because it's not you're gonna spend at least 45 minutes to an hour in that line Um, but that was a good time and that theory is true nobody is there and that's awesome so um fantastic next we are going to talk about epcot's food and wine festival which has been running for feels like a couple months now and a few new booths have just opened and i just kind of discovered this when i was reading the 2023 holiday kitchens announced for epcot this just kind of updated today but let's start there i feel like this is a good place to start so the next festival after the food and wine festival is the you know festival of the holidays so um these are the countries or booths that are participating in that the american holiday table at the american adventure here you can basically get your turkey dinner um, gravy mashed potatoes what have you um and they do have a cookie stroll which i highly recommend and i'm kind of sad that i never got to go back we kind of had some health issues in december everybody was sick uh everybody was back to school and if you have a family and you know how illnesses run through your family so Um, That happened to us last year. We did get to try out some cookies, and the cookies were amazing. But um, I'm kind of sad. I need to just kind of do the cookie challenge and put the food aside next time. And I think that's what I'm going to do. So if you complete like five cookies in this challenge, you get a free item. So that's what I think I'm going to do this year. But anyways, I digress. The American Holiday Table, the Bavaria Holiday Kitchen, the Germany Pavilion, uh, Bubbles and Brine near port of entry this is one that just opened to celebrate the 100th um year of walt disney studios not walt disney world but walt disney as a company Uh, bubbles and brine just opened this has like dom perignon uh dom perignon uh, champagne which sells for like 69 or 70 dollars which is crazy to me but hey if you want a dom perignon glass and don't want to pay for the bottle this might be your chance Char and Chop, which is near Disney Traders. This is another one that is open right now, but it's also going to con- continue to stay open through the end of the year. Holiday Hearth Desserts and the Odyssey Pavilion. Uh, holiday Sweets and Treats near the Port of Entry. Laheim Holiday Kitchen between Morocco and France Pavilions. Las Posadas Holiday Kitchen, Mexico Pavilion. La Marche de Noël i just brutalized that i'm sure I'm, i wrecked that one but that's the holiday kitchen over in france i don't speak too well in french uh notre bueno kachina near test track shanghai holiday kitchen in china shiwasu holiday kitchen in japan and swirled showcase near port of entry that's one that's open now as well as part of the 100th celebration tangerine cafe flavors of the medina morocco pavilion Tuscany Holiday Kitchen, uh, Italy, it's Italy, there we go, Uh, Wine and Wedge, that one is also open now, and it will stay open through the end of the year, Yukon Holiday Kitchen over in Canada, that one's pretty good, celebrating the Great White North, and additional locations include Funnel Cake over in American Adventure, Joffrey's, Uh, Throughout the park refreshment outpost between China and Germany and refreshment outport or for refreshment port near Canada So and if you're not sure about this cookie stroll You can purchase five cookies from any of the official cookie stroll locations And if you're not familiar you can purchase five of the same cookies if you really love one Then once you do that be sure to collect a matching stamp for each cookie purchased once you've collected five stamps bring your stamp festival passport to holiday sweets and treats to receive a specialty cookie, so your prize sounds like it's going to be a cookie. Sometimes they'll give you like a pen too, or you know something that they have to give out. We um we got a Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special pen last year for doing something, so um, that is an option as well. They do have some uh, sneak peek at the merchandise for that holiday festival, and it looks like a really cozy like nice spirit jersey. It's like a white, almost like a sherpa type of texture if you know what I'm talking about uh it's white and gray that's like a spirit jersey you can get a cookie stroll cookie jar which looks really cool as well um yeah so it looks like they're kind of having like a white and gold and gray type of theme this year um that spirit jersey looks really cool um I like the look of the spirit jerseys it's just kind of hard to get some use out of them living here being that it's you know 80 plus degrees year round here so um, it's hard to to use them but maybe that could be one they can use indoors and so forth but um, other news they have announced uh, Moana the I always get it confused with Way of Water with Avatar and Journey of Water I think it's called Journey of Water inspired by Moana they've been doing some pass holder previews virtual queues on that we have not done it yet but it looks awesome and i'm just glad that these walls are coming down all these construction walls are starting to come down i know there's going to be a moana meet and greet there as well and i anticipate it to be open this month and i'm pretty sure they announced it this month that journey of water inspired by moana is going to be open this month in epcot so that's great news and like i said i'm just glad to see some of these construction walls going down In other news, this actually happened when we were on our, um, I believe it was September 9th or 10th, when we were on our amazing trip, our staycation that I was talking about earlier to Fort Wilderness. Um, We heard about this news at the D23 Expo over at the Contemporary Resort, but we were expecting it to be a big year, a lot of announcements, a lot of news, and so forth. And it kind of turned out to be so. They announced the meet and greet of Figment starting the next day. So I think it was that Sunday. Um, So that meet and greet has started in Epcot at the Figment ride. Um, The big one, though, was what's going to come of Dino Land over in Animal Kingdom. Right. It's kind of been left vacant. That Primeval Whirl um, ride has been vacated from the premises. It's just a huge empty spot with more construction walls. But... I think we finally have an answer, and I'm pretty excited for it. It looks like they're transforming Dinoland into a South American jungle, basically. That kind of tropical theme, which would fit that area very well. Does that mean that like an Encanto ride is coming? It looks a lot like Encanto. Um, so I anticipate maybe a dark ride for Encanto coming soon, or maybe a walkthrough attraction, something like that but the big one is indiana jones so replacing dinosaur will be indiana jones whether it'll be a brand new ride or just a copy of the one in disneyland i'm not sure but that's awesome news to me i didn't love dinosaur and i loved indiana jones over in disneyland uh, that used to be my home park only living like four hours away from there but i love indiana jones i love that ride over in Disneyland. And if it's the exact same one, I'm a happy man. And I know a lot of people are as well. I know a lot of people are going to miss Dinosaur, but I feel like it's time has come. My kids love that Dino Land play area um, with the dig site where you can play in the rocks and the sand. They love that area. It's huge. It's awesome. I wish they would keep that in some capacity, and they might. But it's probably going to go. And uh, I feel like Indiana Jones is the perfect ride for that area it fits and if you're not familiar with it it's the exact same ride vehicle and track as over in disneyland and that indiana jones ride so it's gonna be a simple swap they're just got to to re-theme everything in the exterior so that's very exciting news very excited for that i've also heard other rumblings of you know possibly filling in the river over in uh Magic Kingdom that center where you get to Tom Sawyer's Island. I've heard about them filling that in and utilizing that area, which I'm okay with. We went to Tom Sawyer's Island recently. My kids love going over there. There's like a little pirate ship playground over there up high. They love doing that thing. But, you know, for my money, it's kind of cool to see it, but once you've seen it, you don't really want to go back. Um, especially if you're older, you know, there's not much to do there. So, I could see them utilizing that that area with a new attraction or something like that Um, they even talked about beyond big thunder right whatever that means if it's a bear they had a black bear basically um, beyond big thunder apparently that's what's beyond big thunder is a a black bear that actually got into the park but um, it has been relocated and they did a really good job of controlling that That issue if you haven't heard about that but that's what happened there are bears in florida surprise if you haven't heard there are black bears a lot of them in florida so you know they got to go somewhere and then there's wooded areas there in magic kingdom so what better place um so yeah there's a lot of wildlife here in florida but anyways there's a lot of great news a lot of promise coming in the future for walt disney world and the surrounding areas i've even heard something about them dedicating like what 60 billion dollars in the future to worldwide expansion whether that means new parks new attractions um that kind of sounds like you know a brand new gate to me like when i say gate i mean a brand new park i really really hope and i know over in disneyland and california adventure they really need a third gate over there it's very crowded the parks are not as big as they are here in walt disney world They absolutely 100% need a third gate and a new park over there. Here in Walt Disney World, we would certainly benefit from a fifth park or a fifth gate, if you will. We have four right now. I think a fifth one's coming very soon. I know a lot of people popped for that villain uh, theme park. I feel like that would be awesome. I would love to see that come to fruition. But, you know, it's all speculation. They do have plans on the horizon. And they do want to spend money as it seems so we'll see where that goes um for the future for me and my family we have our first ever disney cruise coming up this month at the end we're going to do a halloween on the high seas on the disney wish that's going to come at the end of the month we're very excited for this we're doing a three-day cruise as kind of a tester because our kids have never been on a cruise me and my wife have been on one before but it was norwegian so we're ecstatic to be able to try and go on this cruise and see how that goes and you know try the splash pad try the Aqua Duck for the first time try the incredible restaurants and the dining on the ships you name it but we're very excited for that we hope we stay healthy we hope the weather stays good for the most part knock on wood we hope that all happens and um later this month we'll hopefully be going on the disney wish for the first time and we're looking forward to that uh, other than that, we want to get back to the parks very soon. We want to get back to the Food and Wine Festival before it goes away in November. And we want to try the way or the journey of water, not the way of water, but the journey of water inspired by Moana over in Epcot. We want to try that out. Um, speaking of Epcot, they did announce that Test Track is kind of getting a new um, upgrade to it. It's kind of going back on the past in its original form. Of test track and they're going to incorporate it in a new way so that's exciting as well to kind of get a revamp on test track i feel like it does need some revamping and uh, maybe a little bit more theming in some of the areas it's a classic attraction and a great ride but um with that said today was mostly announcements and news kind of catching up Um, trying to work out this schedule of mine to accommodate for you know, recording podcasts, editing podcasts, and things like that. But if you're looking for more content, go to joelnewworld.com. I do have my YouTube channel out there, Joel New World. If you want to see me do some slides over at Contemporary Wilderness Lodge, you name it, there's some videos out there for you. I think you'll enjoy them. Uh, check out my T Public website. So just go to T Public, type in a Joel New World, and you'll see my growing gallery of designs and every bit i get goes right back into a Jolly world so thank you i've had quite a few sales this past month and i love it go check out some of those fun t-shirt designs out there and you can really customize them so if you want you like a design but you want a different color you're able to do that over at t public which is amazing if you like the design but don't want a shirt and want a magnet instead or something like that you can absolutely do that so go check it out at Tee Public. Just type in a Joel New World and you'll find my artist page there as well. Like I said, every little bit helps. And, um, and yeah, that's going to do it for today's episode. Stay tuned. Thank you all for listening and downloading. We have switched over to Podbean from Buzzsprout. So if you have any troubles finding it, that's probably what it was. Um, just search into you know, Apple Podcast or Spotify, wherever you listen to them there's a good chance that a joel new world is out there um, to be downloaded so continue downloading continue listening and thank you for your support Um, but that's going to do it for today's episode of a joel new world thank you for joining me thank you for downloading and thank you for support and remember never let anyone sign your checks play me off kevin